Identity theft protection has added Norton Security to help protect you against cyber criminals. Protection for your identity and devices. Go to lifelock.com. Enter promo code RISK for an extra 10% off the low starting price of $79.99 a month. Terms apply. This report is being brought to you by Timeshare Exit Team. Is your timeshare just not getting the hint? Try as you might. There's just no way to dump it. Well, lucky for you, Timeshare Exit Team specializes in breaking up with timeshares that no longer fit your lifestyle. Visit timeshareexitteam.com and learn your options. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 178 points. S&P up 12. NASDAQ up 52. Your next news update at 7. Breaking news at once. Start your day with Len Berman and Michael Riedel in the morning, 6 to 10 a.m. I'm Lisa G on 710WOR and NBC News Radio Station. Now, you're in the WOR Sports Zone. Filling in for Pete, here's Sal Licata. You have till Monday. The warning shot. You have until Monday. When we last left the airwaves here at WOR, it was was May 17th. Mets were taking on the Diamondbacks that weekend series, and I was telling you, remain positive, calm down, everything's going to be fine, they'll get it turned around, the way the pitching lined up, the way they're, they're, you know, who they were playing, they got the Diamondbacks at the right time, Marlins are coming in, they'll be okay, relax, it's May 17th. Well, after sweeping the Diamondbacks, they proceeded to somehow lose two out of three to the Marlins. They get their teeth kicked in by the Milwaukee Brewers in three out of four games in just excruciating fashion. You know what happened in Atlanta, even though it was a split of a four-game series with the added doubleheader, obviously the makeup game, uh, they did not, they did not play well enough. They really should have won more of those games in Atlanta. And then they come back home and get swept by the Cubs. So now we sit here on June 4th. As you're listening to somebody who predicted this team to win the National League Eastern Division this year before it started, as I told you on May 17th, the last off day, I told you to remain positive. It is getting harder and harder to believe in this team and be calm and remain positive and expect things to turn around when you watch them play the way that they have played for the last seven weeks. Now, there is a lot to get to, and we will get to all of it as we're taking it till 9 o'clock tonight on the Sports Zone. 800-321-0710, the number to call. We also have pairs of tickets to give away. And we'll talk to SNY's Andy Martino at 8 o'clock, get some insight to the Mets. There's a lot of areas to dissect, whether it's the manager, whether it's certain position players, whether it's somebody on the staff, all of the above. Whether it's the roster and the way that that's been assembled. But I'm going to give them till Monday. Before I go nuts and bury the team. And and believe me, I may have had a different tune if I were on immediately after yesterday's game. I just don't see how you could expect them to beat a team like the Cubs. I mean, Callaway blew a couple of games. They're, They're so ravaged right now by injury. They need to trim the fat, clean up the roster, get guys back healthy, get guys in here who can actually produce. I mean, maybe they could get a major leaguer in here that could actually produce. Doesn't help some of the comments that the manager has said anyway, but they should have at least won one of these games against the Cubs, not lose all four. I mean, they probably should have won at least two of them, but at least win one. And that's the same problem that they had. You know, back to May 1st, the homestand against the Braves and Rockies, even if you win two out of the six, it's bad to lose all six. Even losing, you know, three of the four to the Cubs would have been bad. To lose all four? That's unacceptable. Even the worst teams in the league find a way to win a ball game. 
Uh, I don't look. They're they're not even on the same level as the Cubs. You can't expect them to do any damage. But win a game for goodness sake. Win a game. Compete. Get a hit. I mean, they haven't scored a run in what they scored one run in twenty four innings or one hit in twenty four innings. Whatever the numbers. I don't care any way you slice it. What numbers you throw out there. They've been awful. I mean, the team doesn't hit. They don't play the right way. And how many times have we heard that? I'm going to get this team to play the right way. We heard it with Terry Collins years ago when he first came on. We heard it with Mickey Calloway. Not only was he going to love everybody more than he ever, I'm going to love players more than they've ever been loved before, but they're going to play the game the right way. Well, it's been anything but. Now, is that the manager or is that the players? I tend to think it's the players that for some reason can't play baseball. Uh, Ahmed Rosario can't catch a ball that's thrown at him from the catcher on a guy trying to steal second base. Now, it turned out to not be a huge play in a game, but it's something simple as that. Michael Conforto, who, by the way, is not a true center fielder, and that's where you get into construction of the roster and the team to begin with. He's airmail on a throw that you know overthrows everybody, almost threw it over that netting out at City Field, which cost the Mets. But is it the little things, Mickey, that's, that's the problem for this team? Or is it something... I don't know, like the offense not being able to hit the baseball. Is that the problem? And people could spit out there all the numbers that you want with the starting staff. Oh, the starting staff has been really good in the last you know 10 games with the Mets are 2-8 and eight in those games. Yeah, but how many of those starters went more than five innings? I mean, Matt's is leaving the game because he rubbed his finger the wrong way. I mean, are you kidding me? Spit on it, throw some dirt on it, get out there and finish the ball game for goodness sake. Jason Vargas gets pulled from the game 65 pitches or whatever it was, 64 pitches after five scoreless innings. You know why? Because Jason Vargas stinks. And Mickey Callaway couldn't believe that he actually got five scoreless from him. That's why he yanked him out of the ballgame. Shouldn't be on the team. I told you a hundred times. They should never sign Jason Vargas. Wasted money. Should we relive Jose Reyes and the Mets overpaying him to be here? Why they gave him $2 million, I have no idea. Why he's back in general, I have no idea. But $2 million for Jose Reyes, and he's still on the team? And he's talking about 25th men on the roster. And the Mets have guys I've never heard of on the team before. And I watch the team every single night. Three, four guys coming out of the bullpen. I don't know who these guys are. Not to mention the bench players. I mean, they got Wilmer Flores hitting third when he's in there healthy, playing third base for whatever reason. I've got a lot on my chest over the last two weeks that i got to get off. Flores can't be in third base. He can't field. He can't throw. He can barely hit, for goodness sake. Anyway, I am not going to go overboard like everybody else and bury them just yet. They have five games. It's early, but it's getting late quick. And over the next five games, if they don't do some damage, and look, here's the thing. The Orioles are a terrible baseball team. Nothing more than winning those two games. They have two off days, two games with the Orioles, and then the Yankees come in. And that will be it. That's it, essentially. Because come Monday, if the Mets don't keep their head above water here and they're sinking fast with the three games now under 500, it's one thing to tell you the way I was on May 17th being patient with this team when the team was 500 or better than 500. Now that they've gone under 500, it's now or never. It's this week or bust. It's over. I know a lot of people wrote them off for dead already. I get that. I understand why, because they've been a lousy baseball team for seven weeks. They also have Jacob deGrom. You have Syndergaard coming back. And anytime you start a team with those two guys, you're in decent shape. 
I would think, even though he has been as embarrassingly bad as you can possibly be, I would think that Jay Bruce maybe, maybe would get a hit over the next, I don't know, three, four months. Maybe. Might be able to drive somebody in. I would think Conforto at some point going to be a little more consistent. Cespedes will come back. And now, when he comes back, what's his attitude going to be after everybody's questioning him? Somehow, the Mets continue to question Cespedes, and you know the talk comes up about was it worth it, the contract, and we'll get into that as well. But they're picking on Cespedes, who's been out for a couple weeks. Big deal. The guy missed a couple weeks. You can't have anybody else can't step up and do something? What about Jay Bruce, who just signed a fresh three-year, $39 million deal? He can't get a hit? Todd Frazier, the guy who's supposed to stay healthy and be in the lineup every day. Where's he been the last couple of weeks? What about his two-year deal? What about the guys who are here? The guys who are here aren't producing. That's the problem. They have baseball players who aren't playing baseball. And on top of it, a manager who is clearly... And and look, I loved Mickey Calloway. and And this is why I'm angry with the team. Because they've made me look like a fool. I, you want one thing to go out there and embarrass yourself, but when I put my opinion and my name on the line and predict this team to compete and go win a division and say that be patient, this team will be fine, and think that Mickey Calloway is going to be one of the best managers in the game, now I'm looking like a fool. And maybe I am foolish for buying into this team. Maybe I should have known better. I gave him the benefit of the doubt. Two years and the last three in the postseason. Last year was the aberration, right? They made some solid acquisitions. Not the ones that I would have made, but solid nonetheless. You figure they get some veteran major leaguers in here with the young guys atop that staff. They should be able to compete. Nobody else in the division is going to blow you away. That's why you lead to pick the Mets to win the division. Did not think that Mickey Calloway would be a significant downgrade from what they had in Terry Collins. Collins took a lot of flack. Terry Collins, I mean, you can't compare the two. Comparing Terry Collins as a manager to Mickey Calloway is like comparing the New York Yankees right now to the New York Mets. Can't compare the two. They're in different leagues. I'd venture to say this ball club would not be as bad as they are if Terry Collins were still at the helm. Now, I understood why they made a change. Right? Fresh voice, time for change here. They just need somebody fresh in. It's been a while with Collins. Get a younger guy in. The analytics and all that stuff. And my true feelings, by the way, about analytics may come out over the course of the next couple of hours. Because I've had it. I've tried to turn and evolve myself and understand the game has changed. And the more I watch this team play, the more I realize, no, I'm, I'm right. I don't need to evolve. They need to go back to the way that it was. Rip up the papers because if you ever, if you could ever imagine what it would be like to watch a stat play, that's what it is like watching this Mets team play. It's like you, you print out the names on a piece of paper. Okay. You throw them out there. Go play. Plug them in on the piece of paper and go play. That's what we're watching. Statistically, they're supposed to be better. Oh, the old on base percentage and drawing nonsense. I'm watching a horrific, horrific baseball team. They got five games. You got till Sunday to turn around. That's it. Monday at 6.05 will not be pretty if it continues. Go beat the Orioles and go somehow beat the Yankees two out of three. It has happened before. 800 We'll get into the specifics of why this team has been so awful. The Cespedes stuff, the Mickey Callaway stuff. I mean, Mickey Callaway says things that I, I just don't understand. 
I like Callaway. Been a great guy. We, we had him on the show twice. Pete and I had him here when he first got hired, and then we had him on during the season. We hope to get him on again. I, I don't understand what he's doing here. I think he talks about the pressure. He's letting the pressure get to him. And this is proof of why you don't hire a manager with no managerial experience, especially in New York City. More on that when we come back. Plus your calls. Two pairs of tickets to give away as well. Just getting started here in the sports zone. It's Salicata in for Pete McCarthy. 800-321-0710. The number to call on the voice of New York 710 WOR. You're in the WOR Sports Zone. In for Pete, here's Sal Licata. Hey, the uh, MLB draft uh, is tonight. And we know how the Mets have fared in recent years with that. So tonight the question is, which future stars will the Mets pass on tonight? MLB draft. Make sure you check it out. I'll be damned if I'm sitting here talking about the MLB draft. I can't tell you one thing about it, nor do I care to. You're going to sit here and break down players you might not see for four or five years. I mean, I remember I heard about Dom Smith and Brandon Nimmo six years ago. I'm finally seeing, well, at least one of them do something at the major league level. Just get it right. Mets have the sixth pick. Pick a player for once. Pick a good player. I don't care what they do. We have a sheet of the top. Did we get that, uh, producer Mark? Did we get that? Yeah, this is the okay. We're working on getting the list, uh, list of the Mets' top picks of the last over the last 10 years. I tweeted before that joke what, uh, you know, which future stars will the Mets pass on tonight? Ha ha ha. And some of the replies, and most people understood the joke and, and, and got it. And one guy in particular, I'm trying to search for it here. One guy responded by saying, check out the Yankees' first-round picks over the last 20 years. Almost all bust. Mets have drafted better than lots. First of all, who cares about the last 20 years? You're going to go back 20 years? Second of all, do yourself a favor. Don't compare the Mets and the Yankees, especially right now. That's a little tough to take. I don't care. Nobody was talking about the last 20 years of first-round picks. We're talking about, in general, the draft picks. And the Mets have missed more than they have hit. And that's the reason why they're in a predicament that they are. Not to mention the manager, the rookie manager, who, you know, at least won me over, and I think won most over, with all his, you know, philosophies and ideas and the way he was going to try to take on this, you know, this ball club and manage this year. And by the way, he's been, he has no feel for the game. There is no gut feel whatsoever from Mickey Calloway. If there is, he's not using it. He's thinking too much, and he's going too much by the numbers. He has been lost out there. He's also got to block it out. But, but I'm begging you, stop reading the papers, stop listening or watching everything. The Mets, they're letting too much of the outside noise get to them. Callaway's thinking too much about the ramifications of each decision that he makes. Can't do that. Can't manage like that. And the player's certainly feeling the pressure. Skip even thinks so. Let's listen to Mickey Callaway. I mean, let's be honest. This is a tough place to play. Oh. New York is tough on players. Mm. Um, it's tough on everybody. And, you know, if, if they were in Cleveland or, or somewhere else, they maybe they wouldn't feel that pressure. Um, but you are playing in New York. We do play in New York. We have passionate fans um, that want to see a good ball club out there. So uh, we have to do some things to get over that and make sure that we're focused every second of the day that we're out there. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. New York. I've heard this one before. I blame the city. New York is a tough place to play. Is it, though? Glaber Torres seems to be doing pretty, pretty well with it. How's he doing in New York in his first year? How's Aaron Judge doing in New York? How's Luis Severino doing in New York? Interesting. It boggles the mind. I'm, I'm confused. So New York is the problem now. And maybe that's why the Mets can't win a ball game at home and every homestand they get swept away. 
Maybe that's the problem. New York is the pressure. It's too much pressure playing in New York. That is the sound of an inexperienced Major League Baseball manager. There's no way Terry Collins comes out and says that. He understands what New York is. There's no way you make that an excuse. This isn't Cleveland. We all know it isn't Cleveland, Mickey. You should have known that when you took the job. It's New York. There should be pressure everywhere to win. Oh, poor Jay Bruce. Oh, oh, the pressure that Jay Bruce must be under. How much did he sign for? Jay Bruce signed for three years, $39 million. What kind of pressure do you possibly have in life with $39 million in the bank? What, are you kidding me? You're playing baseball. You're playing baseball. There's no pressure in New York. The people want you to go out there and do your job. Is that too much to ask? Everybody in this city takes their lunch pail, they go to work, and they do their job. They want their teams to do the same thing. That's too much to ask? That's the pressure? Oh, they might boo. They might boo if you don't get a base hit. Yeah, if you play the way that that team has played for seven weeks, you're going to get booed. You should get booed. You're lucky you're still here, for goodness sake. The, the idea that New York is a tough place to play is just absurd. It's absurd. You're playing baseball. That's tough? How come the Yankees have been so successful at it? Uh, Producer Mark, maybe you can inform me. Who was the most successful franchise in the history of Major League Baseball? Because I'm I'm pretty sure it's I we could look this up. I'll get producer Mark. I, we'll look it up in a little bit just to confirm. I, I thought off the top of my head I thought it was the Yankees, but obviously it can't be. It can't be the Yankees because they play in New York and it's so hard to play in New York and deal with the pressure. And I can't imagine the pressure that the Yankees must have being held to such a high standard every year where it's win a World Series or bust. With the Mets, that is not the case. I mean, is it too much to ask for a five hundred team? Maybe you make the playoffs a few years in a row? So it can't be the pressures of New York City when you have one team, whether they go out there and spend as they have done in years past or whether they develop young players and have them come and dominate the league right away as they are doing, can't can't be that way for one New York team and then the other team use the pressures of the city as an excuse. There is no pressure. People just want you to do your job. Do what you're getting paid to do. And it seems almost nobody, to a man, including the manager, is doing so. DeGrom, Esdrubal Cabrera, Nimmo to a little bit lesser extent. Gazelman, although I don't know why he wasn't available the other day. I mean, Gazelman in the game that they needed him, where Zach Wheeler had the lead in the seventh inning as a two-run lead. Gazelman had a day off, and the night before, he threw on Wednesday one inning for, what, 13 pitches. Off Thursday, and that was the game, I guess, Friday night, and he's not in the game. Why? He was unavailable. Well, why is he unavailable? Why could he be used the next night? He was used the next night for an inning in that marathon game on Saturday. Why was he not available when the Mets had a lead late? That's when you need him to be available. But the idea of the pressures of New York, I mean, are you kidding me? How come the Yankees could do so well, but the Mets can't? First-round picks for the Mets in the last, what is this, 10 years. 2008, Ike Davis, Bust, Reese Havens, 
Barely heard of him. Bradley Holt. Harvey in 2010. At least served a purpose somewhat. Nimmo. Eh. Fulmer, who's having a down year in Detroit after having that ulnar nerve surgery, whatever it may be. Gavin Cicchini. This is 2012. Gavin Cicchini. You familiar with the name? Yeah, I, I barely am too because we haven't seen him up here. It's now 2018. Kevin Ploiecki, first-round pick. Dominic Smith, first-round pick. Conforto, who I love Michael Conforto. He has not lived up to the hype. He has not been as good as he should be. He was an all-star a year ago. He's never been an all-star from start to finish of a season. Last year was his best, but even that he got injured. So he is still yet to have one good year. Start to finish in the major leagues. 16, Justin Dunn, 16, uh, and Anthony Kay, and then David Peterson in 17. Obviously, the jury will we'll maybe hear about those guys in another 5, 10 years. So, for the people who are tweeting me, the Mets were better at their first-round picks in the last 10 years than the Yankees. I mean, at least the Yankees had Aaron Judge in 2013. That's not good. Precious of New York producer market must be so. Did we did we get confirmation on that? Who is the winningest franchise in the history of Major League Baseball? Maybe the New York. Yankees. Oh, it would be okay. So it is possible to actually win in New York. I don't know how they do it. Maybe Callaway should call up Joe Girardi and figure out how he somehow got the guys to play in New York under the pressure. Better yet, you don't even have to call Girardi. Let's talk to Terry Collins. I mean, Terry Collins did take a team far less talented than the one that Mickey has right now. He did take him to a World Series in 2015. Your call's next. 800 3210710. 800-3210-710. We'll get to the phones. We also have pairs of Mets tickets to give away before we say goodbye at 9 o'clock. Just getting started here. It's the Sports Zone. Salakata in for Pete McCarthy, the voice of New York, 710 WOR. This is the WOR Sports Zone. Filling in for Pete McCarthy, here's Sal Licata. New York is a tough place to commute to. It is not a tough place to play baseball. As a matter of fact, I think it'd be easier. Wouldn't you want to play in a place where people actually care what you do? Would you rather go play in Cleveland where it doesn't matter if you lose for the last hundred years? Where there's going to be two people covering the ball club? Oh, yeah, we had a decent game today. Well, you're just going to go there and collect your paycheck? You don't want to do your job? New York is only a tough place if you don't want to do your job. Nonsense. It's nonsense. You're, let's just simplify for a minute. Yes, people in the Northeast, and in particular in this city, are passionate about their teams. Right? They love their teams. They care about their teams. But at the end of the day, you're playing, you're playing baseball. You're playing baseball. I have seen Little League teams execute better than I have seen the New York Mets execute over the last seven weeks. And I would have loved to have had one reporter follow up that question, or not even the question, follow up that comment from Mickey Calloway with saying, well, how come the Yankees are so good at it? Have there been certain players that have come to the city and succumbed to the pressure and couldn't handle it? Of course. You know what we call those players? Losers. They can't handle it. If you can't take the heat, get your you-know-what out of the kitchen. Or the stadium, for that matter. Or the city. It's it's pretty simple. Go to work. Do your job. Be accountable. That's it. Do the things the right way. Nobody's asking Jay Bruce to hit 40 home runs this year. But he could do close to what he did last year. I mean, I would take 30 from Jay Bruce. What would he have last year? 35 homers, something like that he ended up finishing with? He had a tremendous year last year. That was the aberration. But just be a decent ball player. 
Same thing for everybody else. Do your job. It's pretty simple. Do your job. Be accountable. It is unacceptable to do not only the little things wrong, like this team has done endlessly, but also to just not be able to hit. I mean, they can't hit. They can't hit. Is it the is it the pressure of the New York of New York or the player who can't perform? Bobby and Wyckoff, you're on the Voice of New York. What's up, Bobby? Hey, how you doing? Um, just uh, wanted to give you a call, get your thoughts on um, if this continues. I mean, you look at this team, you look at the farm system. I mean, if they continue to lose, you really got to think about a full-on rebuild. And as a passionate Mets fan, I'd be totally fine with sitting out the next couple of years. And that would include even trading, you know, your best guys like at DeGrom or Syndergaard. And as much as you love those guys, I mean, I don't think the two of those guys can really, you can build this team around them just based on what they have. I'm going to give them through the weekend. And thanks for the call, Bobby. I appreciate you holding. I'm going to give them through the weekend. Two games, Tuesday, Wednesday with the Orioles, off day Thursday, and then through the Yankees. I'm going to give them through the weekend before I talk about a rebuild. Here's the problem, though, Bobby. Do you want the guys in charge now to rebuild the team by trading Syndergaard and DeGrom? Do you trust those guys to start the rebuild? Now, I'm not there yet. Again, give me a week. And they got five games. I may be there Monday. But even so, that doesn't mean that you, at this year's trade deadline, say, okay, I'm trading Syndergaard to Grom and trying to rebuild. What I would do would be a little different. I'll hold it till Monday. Hopefully I don't have to say it. Give him what, It's like a hamstring injury. And I said the same thing about getting engaged. Just when you think you're ready to go, give it another week. Don't want to pull that hammy and be back on the DL for another two weeks. Just when you're ready to bury him, give it one more week. What's another five games? Lose, you split with the Orioles the next two, you lose two out of three or get swept by the Yankees, Monday is going to be ugly. I'm telling you now. It's going to be ugly. Do you get the engagement analogy, Producer Mark? Right? It's like a hamstring injury. You don't, if you think this is the right girl to get engaged to, just give it a, I mean, give it a couple of months. I gave it a couple of months. Yeah. You just, but when you think you, I was like, all right, I think she's the one. Let me just, you know, I don't want to pull the hammy here. Let me and be back on the deal. Let me just make sure. Even though a couple After weeks. After I knew, I gave it a few months, and then there I bought the ring. See, there you go. George in Fresh Meadows, you're on The Voice of New York, 710 WR. What's up, George? Love you, honey. Hey, <laughs> What's up, George? Uh, I, I'm, just, I'm just a disgusted Mets fan, and uh, to, 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 I don't want Sandy making any more calls. I want him gone. I think he's horrible. I, the Mets are cheap. The ownerships are cheap. But, hey, they still have a $140 million payroll. So I blame Sandy Number one, for putting this team together. It seems like a lot of these players are just not complete players. I love Flores, but the guy can't. He can hit sometimes, but he cannot feel. No, he's terrible. Reyes, he's ter- He's not a complete player at all. I mean, he, he can't do anything. Reyes shouldn't be on the team. The guy knew he, on the, he's not going to succeed on the bench. He's never been a bench player. He could have picked up Kelly Johnson, a real bench player, somebody who, who's ready for that type of position. Um, I didn't want Bruce and Frazier because they're both – Low average hitting guys. Right. I mean, Frazier has a great uh, clubhouse presence, but he bats 220. You're not going to be a, a big hit, a hit big hit in the clutch when you're batting 220. I want. That's why I wanted um, uh, the Kansas City Royal center field. I forgot his name. Lorenzo Cain. Yeah, a complete player. Plays defense. He can run. He can steal. But we don't get. And he's not a super, super, superstar. It's going to cost us 
you know, 400 million like these other two uh, free agents that are coming. But he's a good, complete player. Those are the kind of guys we needed to have. And, and that's Sandy making the decisions. And I just can't. The guy's got to go. George, I think you said a lot of correct things there. I'm going to, again, I'll hold off till Monday as far as whether Sandy has to go or not. But you you get what you pay for. And the Mets chose qu- uh, quantity over quality. And they brought in Frazier. Even though I didn't love Frazier and was ripping him for a while, I was like, eh, you know what, Frazier and Bruce together, and you bring in Bruce. But you're right. Those guys are not the type of player that the Mets needed. I wanted Eric Hosmer. Uh, I liked uh, Lorenzo Cain a lot as well. And then you saw what the Brewers gave him, and then you thought, oh, maybe for his age, that's too much money for a guy whose game is uh, you know largely based on his legs, the way the market has come down. So... At the end of it, even though it wasn't the way that I would have gone into this offseason and spent the money that they spent, I, I kind of got behind it because, okay, well, you know what? They did bring in some veteran major leaguers, and they're better than what they had. And if you figure the pitching is going to be what it is, they should be okay. Now, again, I'm not ready to break it all open just yet, uh, uh, break it all down and, and you know dismantle everything just yet. Give it another week. But yes, I mean, that's why you had a problem with the way the team was constructed from the get-go. And they could devalue batting average all you want. Right? Devalue it all you want. Well, from where I'm sitting, the way the team was put together under this current regime, they have devalued batting average, and and guess what? They haven't hit! They haven't hit! Ever! They don't hit! They didn't hit a lick in 2015 until Cespedes came aboard. Even then, they weren't a great offensive team. And thank goodness for Daniel Murphy in the postseason carrying them to the World Series. They didn't hit in 16. They certainly didn't hit last year. And they're not hitting now. Even to the 11-1 and start this year when all I heard from everybody, this is a good ball club, this is a good ball club. Well, now, where's that been? Where's that sentiment now? Is it a good ball club or are you starting to worry? And I'm talking about from the manager and... Guys on that team. Oh, this is a good ball club. This is a good ball club. But seven weeks, it's been an awful ball club. Frazier's never been a great hitter. He's been a guy that hits for occasional power. We had him. Pete and I had him on before the season. And he talked about how he wanted to hit 250 and, you know, 250, 35 homers driving 100 runs. (laughs) Yeah, right. And that'd be great. That's the type of player I want to sign. But Todd Frazier's not that guy. You thought maybe you could get that from Jay Bruce. But he's been awful. And this is not this should not be a shock to anyone. Now, maybe how awful he's been, but it's not like Jay Bruce has been a consistent perennial all-star throughout his career. He's been he's okay. That's why most Met fans were like, eh. Alright, it's nice to get him back, and you think the deal is a value, but it's not like Jay Bruce was, you know, winning you any championship. They never address center field. They don't have a true center fielder on the team. Juan Lagares, the one that they do have, can't hit enough, and he never stays healthy. They never address the catcher spot until they had to trade Matt Harvey. And Devin Mezorosco has been the best catcher that they've had in 10 years, and he's not that great. They bring in Adrian Gonzalez, who, all right, he's actually had a decent year, but again, what is he? And by the way, what was he doing loafing for that ball the other night? The ball down the line, well, that was not yesterday's game, was it? That was Saturday's game, I believe. A ball hit down the line, and Gonzalez, you know, come on, lay out. 
a dive. I mean, maybe that's the age. Uh, maybe that's him not wanting to hurt his back. But I'm tired of just getting the okay player. Same thing. Wilmer Flores. Met fans love Wilmer Flores. They love him because he's had a couple of moments because he's cried. And what does he do well on the baseball field? Why would you restrict yourself to building a team with actual baseball players that can play the game as opposed to a guy who, well, you know what? He can't throw. He can't field. He can't run. But he can hit lefties. Occasionally. Same thing with Gonzalez. You take a flyer on him. Okay, he can be a professional bat, maybe bat at the bottom of the order. But when you, com- you combine him with all the other guys that they have, they need more than that. They need some complete players. They don't have it. Paul on Staten Island. You're on The Voice of New York, 710 WOR. Yeah, he's coming. Yeah, what's up, Paul? Hey, how are you? Um, I, I got to ask you something. If you ever talk to Callaway, can you ask him to rationale why he would put Parecki in the cleanup hole and in the five hole, and let the, and let and, and and why do you want to play him at first base? It's not like you've got to get his bat in the lineup. I mean, what do they see in this guy? Yeah, they think Pulecki's a good hitter. They think he's a good player. And look, I think Pulecki. If they released that guy, he wouldn't even nobody would pick him up. Well, I think you could say that with a lot of guys on this roster, Paul. I mean, look, Pulecki's. I think Pulecki's got to get a decent chance to be a at the very least a part time catcher. He should he should be a part time catcher. Let him come back from the injury. Give him a year to prove himself. But yeah, I understand. You should not be forcing his way in the lineup at first base. The guys, the guys hit one seventy with no home runs, and he's batting cleanup. Uh, look, Paul. I, you, don't, you don't have a better option than that. We're in big trouble. Yeah, and, and when Wilmer Flores was healthy, defense—he throws the ball into the center field every chance he gets. I mean, he's, the guy's not a major league player. He's not a major league player. The guy's a bum, like uh, the rest of them. Yeah, I, I, look, Paul. I understand what you're saying. I think you can say that about a lot of guys. I mean, Jose Bautista, who has looked good, but you're you know coming off the scrap heap to get a guy the Braves just cut, right? I like Batista, but again, he's got limitations. He's okay now because of all the injuries, but he might be even better than some of their other options to start with, including Wilmer Flores. Reyes shouldn't be in the big leagues. Guillaume, a young player who's only up because of injury. Again, Gonzalez, one-trick pony. Ploiecki, Lobatone, Flores, you could throw him in that mix as far as I'm concerned. Too many 25th men over the year for this roster. Mike in Hawthorne. What's up, Mike? Mike, you with us? Hello. I don't know what Mike's doing, but uh, I've been patient enough. John in North Babylon. What's up, John? Hey, Sal. How you doing? Good. What's up, John? Hey, listen, I got to tell you, I, I agree wholeheartedly with you about the whole Jack Bruce thing. Listen, I'm not sitting here telling you I played college baseball or even Major League Baseball. Played up through high school. And when he came out and said that, you know, we got to be the eyes for an infielder that's parked under, under a, a, a fly ball. Sorry, that doesn't cut it. If, if you're an outfielder, you need to be able to get to that ball, which he should have been able to get to, and he's coming in on the play. You have, uh, you know, your, your momentum's carrying you into the infield. You're going to stop the guy from trying to score from third, but what does he do? He stops, and he lets uh, Gourmet make the play, and now the guy's got his back to home plate. I mean, this is just... Little League stuff going on, and this goes right to Mickey Calloway. And when he got here before the season started, I'm going to hold guys accountable. We're going to play the game right. I, I, you know, I'm 54 years old, Sal. I've never seen it so bad. Well, and, it's been it's been bad, John. I mean, I, look, let's not get carried away. We've seen it bad before, and thank you for the call. I appreciate. It. We've seen it bad before. You've seen it really bad. 
But what that shows me, a guy in the major leagues, as long as he's been with Jay Bruce, to to mess that play up. I mean, you're right, John. The point is you've been taught that since Little League. I can remember in Little League, the guy coming in on the ball makes the play. It's very simple. What it tells me is they're overthinking. They're thinking too much. As athletes, you cannot think. You have to go out there and trust your stuff and go play, and they don't do it. And maybe they are succumbing to the pressure of New York. And you know what that means? They're not the ones for this team. You can't handle a little pressure from the fan base because you, or the media because your team's playing lousy for seven weeks. Then you know what? Go somewhere else. And whoever brought that person in, maybe they should go somewhere else too because you should know better. Jay Bruce has had some success here. For It's inexcusable for him not to come in on a fly up, a routine pop-up fly ball, come in, make the play, call off the rookie second baseman. Simple as that. There's, there's no excuse for it. Shows me he's thinking. He knows better. They're thinking too much because they're letting the pressure get to them. That's because they read and listen and pay attention to the nonsense outside, which they should not. They're the ball club. We can talk about that stuff. They cannot pay attention to it. 800-321-0710. More your calls. Mets tickets to give away at 7 o'clock hour. Mets, Yanks, whatever else it is that's uh, on your mind. Salicata in the Sports Zone. Filling in for Pete McCarthy, the voice of New York, 710 WOR.